Welcome back to the All That I Am podcast. I am Lady Vivian Jacobs. I am your podcast host. This is season three, episode number four. I cannot believe that we are already in season three and on episode number four. Tonight, tonight, tonight is a very special edition entitled Push. As I stated before, this is our vision board party, right? It's a pajama party. We got our ladies in here tonight. We have our pajamas. I hope you have your notebooks, your pen, your girls, so that you can take notes, so that whatever is shared in this room on tonight, you can take it with you. You don't just leave it here, but you can take it with you so that you can apply it to your life so that you can become better in every way possible. And so tonight is entitled PUSH. And what that stands for is pursuing unstoppable success and harvest. We want to be successful in everything that we do in an unstoppable way. And I just believe that as Christians, as women of God, as people that are in proper alignment with God, that that is possible for us. And so we are ready to push you ladies into your purpose, to push you to pursue your goals, your dreams, your visions, and your aspirations. How is everybody doing? It's Friday. It's the end of the week. Guess what? You made it. I don't care how hectic your week was, but you made it through a full work week. And that is enough to be excited about. And so drop it in the comment section. Don't be quiet. How was your week? How's everything going? Where are you listening from? Where are you listening from? I understand we have people listening from various places all over the world really so i want to hear drop it in the comment section where are you listening from philly i see philly i see kentucky i see indianapolis come on Ooh, y'all to see i can't say that because we're recording <laughs> y'all see indianapolis y'all see arizona y'all see jersey california yes detroit east chicago new york <laughs> I love it. I love it. I can't believe that just happened, but I love it. Listen, I'm so excited that you are here. I'm excited that you are joining us for this podcast, and I pray that it blesses you in a special way. And to those that have been listening to us, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for every testimonial, every seed that has been sown, every new listener, every follower. Thank you all so much for your love and your genuine support. It does not go unnoticed. And so for those of you that have been listening to the podcast, we have two short segments that we're going to be skipping because we have a power pack night ready and planned for tonight. We're gonna be skipping the She Did That session segment. And we're also going to be skipping the let's just be honest segment. And so the main reason that we are here tonight is to help you push so that you can pursue purpose, right? To empower you, to encourage you, to set you on fire so that you're ready to pursue your purpose. Guess what? Because we're at the end of the year. And if we could be honest, sometimes when you're running a race and you get toward the end and you get closer to the end, we get a little tired, right? 
we get a little tired, we get a little weary, you know, sometimes we can get a little discouraged when we look at some of the goals that we set and some of the things we set out to do and we feel like maybe we're not where we want to be or where we set out to be in the beginning of the year. I'm going to say this to you, don't be so hard on yourself. Be able to celebrate small victories, things that you have accomplished. Don't focus so much on the things that you have not accomplished, but focus on those things that you have. And guess what? It's about to be a new year and you can always do it again. You can start over. You can continue to finish what you've already started. You know, so I just want to encourage you all on that because there are some things that have been locked up inside of us for so long. And sometimes they can be locked up for so long and we haven't tapped into it, you know, to it. Its fullest extent and we begin to forget about it or we begin to suppress it right we've talked ourselves out of some things because sometimes it's been so long or we've been discouraged whatever the case may be or maybe you're not functioning you know to your fullest potential you know and i just want to say this it's not necessarily always people I'm going to say it's not people stopping you, right? Because we're quick to point the finger and say, you know, this person's not supporting me or this person's not pushing me or I don't have the right people in my life. Now, granted, those things do help, but they are not stopping you. They're not stopping you. You know, you have to make sure that you are being that encouragement and that push to yourself. And the Lord has given me the vision on tonight to get us all in this room, even though we are virtual, so that you can get the push that you need, so that you can stop second guessing yourself. Some of you have lost momentum and you've been stuck or you feel like you've been stagnant. You feel like you have not been moving the way that you want to move, right? You haven't accomplished what you want to accomplish, right? So some of you may feel like you do not have that momentum. Well, that is the goal on tonight. That is the vision on tonight to help restore that momentum, to help give you that push that you need to push you into the places of God where you need to be, to set you ablaze, to set you on fire, to continue to pursue your purpose. And so that's what tonight is all about, right? And so this is a virtual vision board part. Now, we're not going to do like a, a board per se, but this is going to help you to start your vision board. If you want to do that on your own, I definitely think that they are important and they are vital to where we are, that they are vital into where we are going. And God, they just kind of help to keep it before us, to keep the vision before us. That's basically what a vision board party is, right? Vision board parties are us writing down the vision making it plain. Sometimes we put it in pictures. You know, we say we want to be a homeowner. So we cut out a house. We put the house on the board. You know, we say we want to be married. And so we, you know, put a picture of a ring on the board. You know, we want to be prosperous. We want to be healthy. You know, whatever the case may be, whatever it is that you're envisioning, we put it down on a board, we map it out, you know, and we keep it before us. There is power in keeping your vision before you. There is power in that, right? There is a belief that when you see it, you speak it, and then you do something. And this lends to us manifesting the things in our life because things are not just going to drop in our laps. And I know that we've heard this before, but I want you to hear it tonight like it's your first time hearing it. Things are not just going to drop into your lap. What do you see? That's my first question. 
I have two amazing guests, but I want to give you a little bit of background, right? And then I'll introduce them. But my first question is, what do you see? And I want you to really think about that because I want what's really important is self-reflection. You got to be able to self-reflect. You know, you're in the 12th month. What do you see? Where do you see yourself in the next two years? Maybe even the next year. You must be able to see what you cannot see. Where I am right now in my life, I was able to see it before I was actually able to touch it where it was tangible, where I could really see it, where it was manifested that speaks to my faith, right? And so what do you see? Where do you see yourself in two years? What goals have you written? What goals have you written down? Are you focused? Do you have a target? What type of lens are you looking through in life? Because lens speaks to your perception. How do you see things? Are you looking through the lens of faith or are you looking through the lens of doubt? What do you see? How do you see it? And then what are you speaking? What are you saying? I'm gonna ask you again, what are you saying? What did you say to yourself today? Your words have power. And we've heard this before. This is not something that's new, but we know that your words have power. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. What are you saying? And I've said this before, what are you not saying? I'm a big proponent of positive affirmations. Most of you that know me know this. Get my workbook if you haven't already, all right? I'm gonna put that plug right there. It's gonna help you to write those positive affirmations. You can visit my website, imvivj.com, where you can purchase that, that uh, workbook. But it'll help you in formulating these positive affirmations. What we think in our mind is eventually what we believe. We are consciously saying statements, this is the positive affirmations that will add to our life. And then the positive affirmations also will be statements that you make that will subtract things from your life that do not belong. I will not be in lack. I will be prosperous, right? What I'm just giving you an example, but it, it has the ability to add to your life and to subtract from your life the things that do not belong. And so I ask you the question again tonight, what are you saying? These positive affirmations are powerful and they help to improve your mindset on a daily basis. I have them plastered, you know, in my room, posted, you know, on mirrors, different things to be, to keep them before me so that I can remind myself because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so the more that I hear it, the more that I can believe it and then I can see it. So what are you saying? Too often we depend on other people. When God has given us the tools to empower us and to encourage us, we have his word right in front of us. We have the word of God where we can speak his word over our situations, where we can come up and have these positive affirmations that are conducive to where we are trying to go in God. And so I ask you the question again, what are you saying? 
What are you thinking? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So you've got to train your thoughts to see what you do not see. Again, that speaks to your faith. We must create positive affirmations. I want you to, if you have not, if you do not have affirmations, you are missing out. I want you to take some time after this and I want you to really think about it. Go to the word of God because it should be supported in the word of God, right? It should be in alignment with the word of God. You shouldn't be saying something like you're gonna get somebody's husband and that belongs to somebody else. So it has to be in the will of God and it has to be in his word. So make sure you take some time and you create those positive affirmations because they really will help to build you. And then lastly, before I introduce my speakers for tonight, is you've got to be willing to put in the work. We all have heard this scripture, faith without works is dead. You can see it, you can say it, but if you're not willing to put in the work, then you're just going to be seeing it and saying it. You've got to really be able to put in the work so that it can manifest in your life, so that it can become tangible in your life. And so my question is, what are you doing? What are you doing? How are you investing in you? Yeah, you wrote this goal down, you wrote the vision down, but what are you doing? What have, how have you invested in yourself? I always tell my single ladies, you, while you're single, become the best you possible. <laughs> because when you get married, your priorities will shift and your priorities will change. You know, so be a little selfish and invest in yourself. Become the best you. Take the class, write the book. And I'm not saying that you can't do that once you're married, but you have more time and your focus is different when you're single. So take advantage of that, right? And so three things that I want to give you, you must have focus, you must have confidence, and you must be resilient. In order to possess the things of God, in order to walk in your purpose, in order to fulfill the vision that you're writing tonight or after tonight, whatever you put on your board, you have to, the biggest thing I want to talk about real quick is confidence. And I'm not talking about confidence in an arrogant way. I'm not talking about that type of confidence. I'm not talking about a prideful confidence because we know that the Lord hates a proud look and pride comes before a fall. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the confidence in God that you believe it so much so that if God said it, I believe it. And it gives me that Holy Ghost boldness to do it and to walk those things out, right? To have that faith, to believe that God will do it for me. Because I've learned that sometimes we can believe that God will do it for other people, but we've got to have the type of faith that we can believe that God can do it for us. Just like he did it for them. If it's in his will, he can do it for you as well. You must know and trust what God has placed down on the inside of you. You've got to know it for yourself. And I'm a living witness of this. It doesn't matter how many prophets come to you and tell you. It doesn't matter how much you, you read about it in the world. You've got to know it for yourself, right? You've got to know it for yourself. And not only do you have to know it for yourself, but you've got to embrace it. You've got to walk in it, whatever it is. Whatever you're believing God for, you've got to have that confidence. And what that confidence is, it speaks to faith.
It speaks to your faith. Can you believe God for the hard things? Can you believe him for what you do not yet see? And then you've got to know the value of what God has placed down on the inside of you, right? That speaks to that confidence. That speaks to that faith. When you know the value of what God has placed on the inside of you, there are no limits to what he will do through you. But you can't expect somebody else to see and know the value of what's down on the inside of you and you don't see it and know it for yourself. What God has placed inside of you, nobody can steal it. I don't care if it's a million other people doing similar things. It's different when you do it. It's different. I'm a living witness. It's so many people talking about purpose. It's so many people, you know, trying to help women birth purpose, you know, that, but it's different when you do it. Your stamp is on it, your fingerprint. Nobody has the same fingerprint as you. And so the way you do it is needed. It's necessary. There's nobody like you, right? So don't overlook what God has placed on the inside of you. Don't overlook the goals that you've set, the dreams, the visions, the aspirations, because you've seen somebody else do it. There is a need for you to do it. And so I just come to encourage you in that on tonight. So I want you all to set your hearts. I want you to set your minds. I want you to be ready, be in great expectation for what these women of God are going to share on tonight. And so without further ado, I am going to intro introduce our first uh, speaker. I'll, I'll say this, our first podcast host um, that will be co-host that'll be on tonight. Uh, her name is Pastor Siobhan Smith. And so she is going to be dealing with the power of overcoming hindrances to your purpose and your vision. Because you've got to know when you set out to do something for God or when you set out to do something positive, there's going to be some hindrances that come that will try to discourage you, that will try to get you off kilter, right? So you've got to know that be not ignorant of Satan's devices. So if you already know that it's coming, you already know how to stand against it. And so I want to introduce her. She is a wife. She is a mother. She is the pastor of a church with her husband, a pastor, Cheyenne Smith, Cheyenne Smith. I hope I'm saying his name right. At New Generation Church in Sicklerville, New Jersey. Pastor Siobhan founded ministries, uh, Pastor Siobhan Strith. Smith Ministries. She founded her ministry. And, and in this ministry, it's where she's given the vision to spread lo the love of God. I'm trying to read this, y'all. To spread the love of God, to ignite the passion of God in others, and to assist others in carrying out their God-given assignment and fulfilled purpose. She can tell y'all much more about it and in a better way, a more clear way than I can. So without further ado, I'm going to lend her the floor. And Pastor Siobhan Smith, I want you to just let God lead you and give us what God has given you on tonight. Take us further in our night of push. Well, I am very excited to be a part of push night. Um, you all seem to be excited. Um, I sense that you came expecting, and I believe that God is going to give you not just what you desire, but even more than you have expected. I do want to just thank um, Lady V for having me and for bringing on Prophetess Street. It's an honor to uh, be around like-minded women. I am just sitting and admiring uh, Lady V's grace and, and her articulation and just 
how um, confident she is to, to speak words of encouragement and empowerment. And when she speaks, babies begin to leap. And so um, just know that we're, we're pushing you. We're thankful for this podcast that's reaching women all over the world. And so we're glad that you all have li- tuned in to listen to the podcast and prayerfully what you receive on today, it will be something that you will hold on to for the rest of your life. I sense by the spirit of the Lord that many of you that are tuning in um, on tonight, on today, many of you have not fulfilled purpose or um, have a little uh, trepidation as it relates to walking in what you've been called to do um, because you don't know what you're called to do. Uh, it's, it, you know, purpose is, it's the hot topic. We, we hear about walking in purpose, fulfilling purpose, being purpose driven, but many people can honestly say I don't know what my purpose is. And if you don't know what your purpose is, then it's very difficult to walk in something that you don't even have an idea what you're called to walk in. So when you speak of purpose, I want you to know that your purpose is whatever your passion is, all right? Purpose is whatever you would do without receiving compensation. Passion and purpose are always linked together. So if I never get paid for doing this, this is what I will do for the rest of my life because this is what I'm called to do. It's my passion, it's what I dream about, it's what I think about, it's what makes me happy, it's what drives me, it's where my ideas begin to flow, it's where the creative juices, you know, begin to uh, 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 manifest, you know, on the inside, and then I'm able to walk it out on the outside, because it's what I am called to do, and so, you know, it, it just because you're a certain age and maybe you feel like, oh my God, I'm in my thirties, I'm in my twenties. And I just feel like I'm just, you know, going in circles. It's because you have not horned in on really what your passion is. You love children and you want to nurture them. That's your purpose. You love to cook and you want to cook and serve everybody all the time. That's your passion. You love fashion. You can just bring, you know, make an outfit out of anything. You can put pantyhose on your head and it look fly. You know, you can design things naturally. And so to, to some others, it becomes hard. It's because that's your purpose. And whenever you are in purpose, you will never be broke. Whenever you are in purpose, you are fulfilled. You wonder why so many people are bitter and angry and feel, you know, like they're just, uh, 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 walking dead, it's because they're not walking in purpose. And when you do not know the purpose of a thing, guess what? You are bound to abuse it. So when you don't understand your call, your passion, your purpose, then you live life real aimlessly. You live real, real recklessly. You don't have any type of focus because you don't understand your assignment. When you understand, no, this is my passion. This is what I'm called to do. If you take me outside of this, I will not be effective. So ask yourself questions. 
Why am I not effective being the usher? Because you're called to be the praise and worship leader. Why am I not effective here, you know, being the administrator when you really have a passion to write? It's because you are operating in a lane that you have not been graced to walk in. So you need to first ask yourself before we cross over into this new year, what am I passionate about? What am I good at? What is it that I would do if I never receive compensation? What is it that makes me happy? There's your question as to what is my purpose? I just don't know what I'm called to do. I don't know. I just don't know. There it is. It's whatever your passion is. Now, when you understand your purpose and your passion, you don't, you don't allow anything or anyone to get you off course, right? So you're very confident because you understand again, if you step outside of that, it brings pain, it brings grief, it brings stress, you lose sleep, you're sad, you're trying to figure out what's wrong. And when you think about the, go to the root of it, it's because you're not doing what you were called to do. Three things about purpose. Number one, I want you all to write this down. When you're in, in purpose, you are fulfilling passion and you're always fulfilled. When you are in purpose, you will never be broke another day of your life. Purpose-driven people are not people who don't have any money because you get paid to do what you're called to do. All right? Number three, don't allow negative experiences to cause you to feel that your purposes will not come into manifestation, which is what Lady V wanted me to deal with tonight. Just because you're called to fulfill purpose, don't think that purpose does not come without problems. You are a threat to the enemy when you are clear on what you're called to do. A person that's confident, a person that has, you know, a clear sight, clear vision on their assignment, you're a threat to the enemy. And the enemy will never mess with anybody. He will never attack anybody who is not clear on what they're called to do. He's only after those who's confident in their assignment. So as she said, don't get alarmed and surprised when opposition comes, when attacks come, when, when, when things hit you blindsided, because all of that is set in place to distract you and to get you off of the goal, to get you off track. You have to put on blinders. Horses, when they're racing, they have to wear blinders. Why? So that they do not get distracted by what's going on in the lanes beside them. And the reason why many of us have not fulfilled the purpose is because we focus more on the hindrances and not on the assignment. You don't take your eyes off of what you're called to do. It's clear. 
This is my assignment. This is the goal that, that I have to reach. This is what God has revealed to me. I must write this book by this time. I must release this invention by this time. I must create whatever this thing that God has given to you. I must do it by this time. And it cannot be delayed because my obedience is going to affect other people that's watching me. So I want you to be very intentional as you cross over into 2022, that you're not going to do anything that's outside of what you're called to do. I want you to be very adamant. No, that ain't what I'm called to do. Hey, can you come over here and help us cook? And, 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 and you can sell. No, baby, I, I can't cook. That ain't what I'm called to do. Can you come over here and, you know, do spoken word at the so-and-so? We're going to pay you money. That's not what I'm called to do. Even if it's, it's, it's giving me a platform, even if it's paying me money, even if it's putting me in rooms of people who I think is somebody, I will not set myself up for failure because at the end of the day, it's outside of what I am called to do. So a lot of times we're attacked with the hindrances and the opposition is because we're out of alignment. When you're in purpose, hits are coming, attacks come, but they don't move you because you're so focused. You're busy. Somebody say that I am busy. So I don't have time to focus on opposition. I don't have time to focus on what they're saying about me. I don't have time to focus on what they're typing in social media. I don't have time to read comments. I am busy. I am purpose driven. I am purpose-filled. So I, I, I understand opposition comes with my assignment. Hindrances come with my assignment. Problems come with my purpose. Persecution comes with what I'm called to do. But it doesn't stop me from my assignment because I am covered. God is obligated to cover me. God is obligated to protect me. God is obligated to deal with my opposers. God is obligated to fight my enemy on my behalf. Why? Because I am walking in what he's called me to do. The will of me is to do the will of my father. My drive is to do what my heavenly father created me to do. And nothing else will get me off of alignment. Are you all hearing what I'm saying? So all get yourself prepared for the obstacles. Just because something comes and delays maybe the process, it does not mean it's not going to happen. Just because something comes in the gap that doesn't look like what God says, that's when you got to remember what God showed you. What did God show you? What did God say? Go back to what he said. And if what he said and what they said don't line up, then you don't move by what they say. You're only driven by what God has spoken over your life. You're only successful when you're walking in the purposes in which God created you to walk in. And so every high thing, every interference, everything that will try to come to block, to stop, God says, I will deal with that for you. 
I will fight your enemy. I will vindicate you. I will remove every high thing and bring it down to your tangible, to your place where you can hold and you can grab it. I, God, will fight for you. You don't have to come off of focus and get off purpose trying to deal with the hindrances, trying to justify why you do what you do. Every time you stop to try to deal with opposition, to try to deal with negativity, every time you stop to try to address naysayers, you are doing what? Impeding your progress. You ain't got time to move slow, y'all. Next year is go time. So, so all of this that's happening right now is preparing you for go time. It's all about those that say, I'm clear about what I'm called to do and this is what I'm going to do. No more, I'm wondering and I just need somebody to, you know, uh, reaffirm me and validate me. And I just need to hear another word, you know, just to make sure. No, you don't, you're clear, you're clear. Y'all getting good word from Lady V. You're getting good word from, from your pastors and, and your leaders and your motivational speakers. You got this. You got this. We're not going into 2022 with excuses. We're not going in crying about us getting attacked. It comes with the territory. Ain't no wimps on this line. Ain't no punks on here. Nah, we look pretty, but we're powerful. And we're purpose-driven. Y'all hear what I'm saying? So it's time for you. You got all these journals and vision boards every year, right? And we're making our New Year's resolutions. Now it's time for you to walk in it. Because you're clear on what you're called to do. We don't address the naysayers. We don't address the opposition. We don't address negativity. We are clear focused. There's a job that has to be done and people's deliverance, their breakthrough, their, their healing, their enlightenment, their exposure, their coming to what they're called to do depends on me staying focused. No more excuses. No more second guessing. No more trying to get every book on purpose. Still trying to figure it out. Y'all got this. Y'all got it. Whatever you love to do, whatever you're passionate about doing, whatever you don't have to get paid to do, there's your purpose. Now that you know your purpose, now God, give me the wisdom. Give me the strategy. Give me the blueprint on how to walk this thing out. When you're in purpose, you don't get overwhelmed. Other folks will look at you and say, oh my God, how are you doing all of that? I'm looking at you and you making me tired. And you're like, what, what's wrong? It's because it's what you're graced to do. So you can do 10 things at one time and nothing falls to the ground because you're in purpose. Y'all hear me? Get excited. It's go time. It's go time. Y'all supposed to be doing exactly what we're doing, motivating others to step into what they're called to do. Y'all got this. And we will not be distracted 
by what's going on on the sideline. We're clear. We are clear. We know what we're called to do and we know who's called us. We know who we work for. We work for God. And he's a good boss. He pays well. But you ain't going to receive compensation if you're outside of what he's called you to do. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Pastor Javon, thank you so much for your pour, all that you shared. A couple of things that stuck out to me that I think is worth um, repeating and mentioning. Um, you said, and it really resonated with me, you said, my will is to do the will of the Father. <laughs> my will is to do the will of the Father. Not my, my, my will, really. <laughs> You know, before I speak that and make that become what I really want my will to be, right? My natural self, Vivian, my will, my own will before me taking on the will of the father is for that bitter cup to pass from me, right? God has had me in a season where I've had to give him a hard yes. Like most of you have probably seen, or some of you, the um, the elevation. I just became executive pastor of my church. That was a hard yes. I don't know about y'all, but that wasn't something that I'm like, I want this. Like I, I that wasn't something that you know. But I want to do what's pleasing to the Father. I want his will to be my will. I want his will to be done in my life. And so that is my prayer. So that spoke volumes to me because I understand what comes along with that. It's not just a fancy title and what it looks like. I could care less. Anybody that knows me, I could care less about the title, what it looks like. Y'all can have that. It's the responsibility that comes along with it. You know, so that was a hard yes for me, but that's what God is requiring of us, even in our purpose, a hard yes. You know, not the easy things, you know, even, even we've been talking about love at my church and I'm gonna get to my second secret, but we've been talking a little bit about that. It's easy for you to love those that love you back, but can you love those that do not love you? That's what separates you from the world because it's easy to love those that love you, right? But it's hard to love that, those that do not. It's hard to say yes to something that is not comfortable to you, where it takes you out of your comfort zone. But God has had me in a season, not just in that, but even on my job, <laughs> in my everyday walk with him to give him a hard yes, that which is hard for me. We wanna believe God for the hard things, but can we give him a hard yes? The yes where we really wanna say no. Can we give him that yes? And then you said, I'm clear. It's important for you to be clear on what God has called you to do. Now I'm clear on what God 
has called me to do in this journey, right? Because it's a journey for each and every one of us. It's a daily walk, a day-to-day -day thing. We're learning something new about ourselves every single day. <laughs> so even from all the things that she said, that's what stuck out to me the most. I want to do the will of my father, even if that requires me to give him a hard yes, the yes that it's difficult. It's a painful yes. And we all need to be, and that is my prayer, you know, that even as God has allowed me to be clear in my purpose, I'm praying that God would allow you or cause you to be clear, very clear, where you're not confused concerning your purpose because God is not the author of confusion. And so that is my prayer. Thank you so much. I'm gonna move right on to our next speaker. Um, our next speaker is Prophetess Ashley Street, and she will be dealing with birthing the vision and embracing it. She is a prophet, she is an intercessor, she is a mother, and she is a wife. She labors alongside her husband, Pastor Denard Street, as senior pastors of Heart of Worship Ministries in Mesa, Arizona. I hope I'm saying that right. Let's welcome Prophetess Ashley Street to come to us in her own way. Hello, hello, everybody. This has been amazing thus far. I mean, we've gotten some good nuggets within the last um, 30 minutes that has inspired me. I was very blessed by um, Pastor Siobhan and what she imparted. I want to thank Lady B for having me on. Um, this has been amazing. This is amazing. And you are really creating a culture of empowered women, right? A lot of times we have women, we, you know, we speak on women empowerment and encouraging women, but deep down inside, a lot of women are still dealing with insecurities. They're still dealing with competition. They have hidden motives, hidden agendas. But yes, we like go, sis. You know, that's our favorite word to say, sis. We don't even know their last name, but we like sis. I, I cream. I'm like, you know, you know, it's just those things. But that's the generation that we're in right now. But to see her actually doing it, being genuine about it and actually seeing women evolve, seeing women grow. Um, and that's what I see here. I see hungry women that's on this Zoom tonight that's saying, look, I'm not playing. I'm not playing in 2022. I want whatever God has for me. I think within the past two years, something should have ignited on the inside of all of us to say, I don't know how much time I got left, right? I don't know. Of course, we want to be here for a long time, but people have left that have never, we thought would never leave, right? So we need to understand, I have time, but I don't have time, right? So it's very important to discern the timing of God and where you are in your life to understand, this is not the time for me to procrastinate. This is not the time for me to second guess. This is definitely not the time for me to operate in fear. I cannot operate in fear. I have to have tunnel vision. I have to be Focus on my assignment. I can't worry about people's opinions. Come on. I can't worry about my past. I can't worry about what you think about me at this moment because I believe you women, people are putting 
people around you. Your circle is changing of people that are going to speak to the future you. A lot of times we are stuck because we don't have anyone in our lives that can speak to the future me, right? They see who you are right now, but you need people in your life like Lady V and Pastor Javon that say, I see that what's on the inside of you and I'm going to help you pull that out. I'm going to help cultivate you. And I believe this generation of women is no longer being insecure no longer having walls up to say not being receptive to receive from other women i know this ain't my topic but prophetically that's what i feel a lot of times we are more receptive to receiving from a male and i believe that you know women in leadership can understand that but when another woman that's in leadership wants to guide you they want to give you wisdom they want to give you correction we got that earth right? You automatically want to rise up when another woman who really wants to see you at your best just wants to help. But I believe we're in a, a season now where women are putting our walls down. Come on, we're not sizing each other up. And we're really being open to say, whoever God has to help push me to my next level, that's who I'm going to receive from. It's not just the, the receiver, come on, but it's going to be the giver that's going to be able to proceed, that's going to be able to discern that I have your next, right? And then the receiver is going to be able to say, you have my next. This is a season of definitely humbling ourselves, no matter where, what our background is, where we have come from. We need people. You need a village. You need people around you that is going to help us. We're in a season now. Everybody has a brand. Everybody, come on. I want you to sit by my hoodie, by my t-shirt, by my paparazzi. Nothing wrong with the $5 jewelry. I'm just saying, right? We have all these things going on that we are doing and instead of working together now we're competing with those that are in the kingdom come on instead of saying come on sis i'm having a pop-up shop bring all your stuff over here and let's sell and let's do this together so i believe this push in the 2022 we're going to see more collaborations more collaborations from women that say we're not competing in this season but we are working together sis i'm not fighting against you but I'm fighting with you in the realm of the spirit. So God knows exactly what we need. Amen. So my topic tonight is pushing, push, birthing the vision and embracing purpose. So that is my subject matter. So when I was studying for this, the Lord took me to First uh, Samuel uh, verses 1 and 20. We're going to talk about Hannah really quick. So that's 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 20. Write this down in your notes. Go back to it and study it when you have time. It says, in due time, Hannah conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Samuel. For she said, I have asked for him from the Lord. So the Lord gave me this. We all know the story of Hannah. She was wanting a baby, right? She was praying, asking God for this baby. She had to be tormented, seeing that, you know, the, the other wife, Penina, she was able to have a baby and she still could not conceive. But we see in this scripture that she finally conceived a child. This is what happened. I want you to think about your vision at this moment. Hannah had a vision of a baby, but she couldn't see that baby with the natural eye. She was not able to see that come into fruition. She had it in her spirit. She had it in her mind, but she was ready to touch that thing. She was ready to go to the next level. A lot of times what happens with us, we have the vision, 
vision in our spirit. We have the vision in our dreams. Come on, you go somewhere, you get a confirmation. I know this is what God's telling me to do, but I cannot get to that next level. The reason why a lot of us cannot get to that next level of birthing that vision out is because we have negated prayer. We have made prayer an on-off thing. But I believe this is the season and this is the time that we're not going to fulfill purpose without prayer. We are not going to go into a place of saying, this is what I want. I'm ready to be a millionaire. I'm ready to have my, you know, my uh, uh, business all over the world without really pressing into the presence of God. Hannah understood. Yes, I can ask for a baby. Come on. This is what we could do now. We can store up and freeze up our eggs and do whatever we have to do, right, to get a child. But she understood at this uh, moment, I cannot do anything illegal. Anything that we do outside of prayer is illegal. So she understood in this time of asking God for vision to be birthed out and manifested, I need to go to God in prayer. So much so that Hannah prayed until Elijah thought she was Elkanah, thought she was crazy. What's going on here? She understood that I have a connection with the father that I need him to come through for me. When you have a pure heart, understand this, vision will happen for you. It will be manifested. When you are living a holy life, when you are living a pure life, when you are separated, you like, come on, God, I'm doing everything that I need to do. I'm ready to see something happen. So we see here that Hannah bore a son. But that first few uh, words says, and in due time. And in due time. Understand this. Vision is birthed out in due time. Everything has a time. Everything has a season. Stop trying to press fast forward on something that is on pause right now. There are some things that God wants to cleanse you from, deliver you from. Come on. We ready to press fast forward and God has you on pause because it is not the proper time. We are in a season and a time prophetically where the Lord is lining up everything concerning you. You want a business, but your credit is jacked up so you can't get the $100 loan. You're ready, come on, to quit your job and all your bills are past due and walk out on faith and start a business. We serve a God of order. So it's and in due time. So I want to encourage you to understand this, even though it may not be happening in your time, understand this, according to scripture, Come on, our time is not God's time. Our ways are not his ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. So understand this, God is all the way over here and we're stuck here. But when you get into a place of prayer with God, he will reveal the goal to you. He will reveal that green light to you. There is nothing like being in proper time with God. Have you ever had that moment where you've waited on the Lord according to scripture? They that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Understand this. There is power in waiting. There is 
power and pressing in the presence of the Lord. Because here comes the solidification. Here comes the gratification to understand, listen, I have done everything right. I have been committed. I have been faithful. I have been honest. I have been trustworthy. Come on here. I have got all my ducks in a row. So now I deserve this blessing. I deserve to prosper, like Pastor Siobhan was saying, in my passion, because I have waited in my due time. Come on, put that in the comments. In due time, in due time. So understand this. It says that she named her son Samuel. I want you to write this down. Your purpose has a name. Your purpose has a name. A lot of times we're confused about purpose because we have not identified it. We have not named it. Come on. But this is the season that you're going to understand. I know I got purpose, but I don't know what it is. But this is the time where you're going to be able to name your purpose. Hannah gave Samuel a name, right? So understand this. That thing that she had been waiting on had an identity. Your purpose has an identity. And your purpose come on is locked up in somebody else have you ever met somebody you like wow they're doing everything I want to do wow I see myself as them your purpose has a name is it not is it's not like you're copying but God is trying to give you a revelation and a vision of where he wants to take you I remember a long time ago and I met my husband before I met him we met at 18 let me tell you he was you know church I was not Okay, I love God, but I, I wasn't there, right? So I was still trying to find myself, you know, he was there and all of this. And one day he said, turn on the TV, the TV in. And uh, uh, it was a pastor on that beautiful woman of God. He said, that's you. And in my, my flesh, I'm like, no, it's not. I'm not preaching. I never saw myself with a mic, right? I wouldn't say two words. I could be on the back row. I don't have to be in the forefront. You know, I'm very laid back. I don't have all of that. Like speaking in front of people, what would never happen? So when he called me and said, turn the TV, I'm like, at that time, I didn't see it, but I did not reject it. I did not reject it. See, we have to understand, don't reject your purpose by fear. Don't reject your purpose by not understanding. The Bible says, lean not unto your own understanding, but in all your ways to acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So you have to understand and pray for path direction. There are strategies in prayer and things that you need to ask God for. If you're in a waiting place and you don't know what to do, ask God for for path direction. So that was when we were 18, 19 years old. I didn't see that manifestation until years later, but I understood, you know, where I was going. And see, the thing is, we cannot force our path. You have to allow time to take its course. Because understand this, whatever vision, whatever purpose that is attached to you, as long as you're in alignment, it's going to come. You don't have to force it. You don't have to make things happen or be in a room and say, here's my business card and try and throw yourself for things to happen to you and force it because God will open doors for you. Come on, that no man can shut. So um, I want you to know purpose has a name and purpose has a time. Purpose have, has a time. So we understood Hannah suffered. 
She suffered before she saw vision and before vision was uh, birthed out. We have to go through a process of suffering. But again, you have to be able to discern the time. She went through persecution. She went through, come on, being just, just basically harassed on a daily basis. And she had to come through this, went through depression. See, we have to go through some things in order for that birthing of that vision to take place. Naturally, come on, women, we suffer during those labor times. Come on. My last child, I had her, no epidural, no nothing. I said, my God, <laughs> I didn't even, I couldn't even, I was in the car. She was there pretty much almost an hour later. So that was my last child. And I had nothing, no medication, nothing. So I suffered with those contractions until she was birthed. But when I saw that face, come on, we know how it is. All the pain goes away. You forget about what you suffered. Come on, you forget about what you felt because you see the full manifestation. We are in the moment, some of you, I want to encourage you. You may be in your suffering. You may be in your pain. You may be in your confused state. You may be, come on, at a stale place, but you will see, come on, the face of your vision. You will see the face of your purpose. I promise you, as long as you stay on track, come on, as long as you stay humble, come on, I'm, I'm gonna say, humble yourself. Come on, we're in the season now where we have to humble ourselves and understand that as we humble ourselves, it is who? God that will exalt us in due time all right so i'm almost done here i want to give you first samuel for uh chapter one verses 27 through 28 that's uh, first samuel 1 27 through 28 it says for this child i pray and the lord has granted me my petition that i made to him therefore i have lent him to the lord as long as he lives he is lent to the lord and she worshiped the lord there right there so i want you to understand when that vision is birthed when you see it it is up to you to groom it it is up to you to protect that thing she said i am not leaving samuel and until he's weaned off. She was breastfeeding him. She, she was grooming him. She was preparing him for that next level, for that next time. You need to be able to cover and protect your vision. Whatever God has given you, don't treat it just like anything. If it's on a journal, you need to lay your hands on that journal. Like uh, Lady B was saying, affirmation, affirm your vision. My vision is blessed. My vision is prosperous. I will see this by this particular time and understand this it gets in your spirit right it stays in your spirit and when you're protecting your vision no one can come against you and understand this don't speak your vision to everybody don't speak your purpose to everybody. You ever have people, they start asking you questions. You're like, I'm just trying to tell you, you know, you excited. Here comes Debbie Downer, what they say, killing my vibe, doing everything. How you gonna do that? You don't have the money and all of these things. And now what? You're discouraged. So what you need to do is 
cover that vision for a while. You need to groom it, protect it, and make sure it's manifested. For many of you that are business owners, you need to write out your business plan from start to finish. Even if it's not pages, come on and understand this. What is my mission? What is my vision? What is my goal? Come on. Who are who is my audience? Who am I trying to market to? Who is my investors? Come on. This is what I want to make. What is my target goal? This is my business plan. This is my logo. This is my slogan. This is the name. Come on. There's preparation behind the scenes. I'm going to protect it. I'm going to get my tax ID number. I'm going to get, come on, the copyright. I'm going to get everything that I need so that my vision is protected. Like Hannah protected Samuel. That's how we need to protect our purpose. Whatever that may be for you, it is time for you to protect it. All right. And then Hannah gave her purpose back to the Lord. It is time for us to understand that whatever God has given me, whatever my passion is, I have to give it back unto the Lord. It is still a part of my makeup. So whatever I'm walking in, if your purpose is to sing, sing unto the Lord. If your purpose is to act act unto the Lord. Come on. Whatever it is, whatever God has anointed your hands to do, it shall prosper. So whatever you do, give it back unto the Lord. He didn't give you that vision. Come on. He didn't give you that strategy for you to not give it back unto him. So everything, all glory belongs to God. People start complimenting you. All glory to God. Oh, you are anointed. All glory to God. Oh, you're beautiful. All glory to God. Oh, Oh, you're smart. All glory to God. Whatever, come on, your purpose and passion is, and when God starts to highlight you, give it back to God. Give it back to him. All right? So this is what I want you to write down. Um, when God reveals your purpose, it's birthed out of you. Now it's time for you to cover it, okay? It's time for you to steward it. And the last one is pro protect it. So you're going to cover it, you're going to steward it, and you are going to protect it, all right? It's yours. God gave it to you. It's your responsibility to see it. Don't just have that vision board up on the wall and then 2022 comes and you still looking at 2021 vision and there's nothing that you have checked off. Every year, give yourself a short-term goal and a long-term goal. Your yearly goal should be on your vision board and there should be something on that vision board that you completed in 2021 that you don't need to put on your vision board for 2022. And then there are some things that God would just drop in your lap to say, wow, that wasn't even on my vision board. See, we serve a God like that. That wasn't even a part of my plan, but that's something that God had lined up for me, all right? Vision turns into purpose. Purpose turns into dedication. Dedication turns into manifestation. So I'll say it again. Vision turns into purpose. Purpose turns into dedication. Dedication turns into manifestation. So if you don't know what your purpose is, once God reveals that vision to you, he gives you that purpose, come on, then there's a dedication that comes. There's a desire that comes. There's a zeal that comes because you want to see that thing come to pass. A lot of people cannot walk in full purpose because they have not been dedicated to the vision. They have not been dedicated 
to the purpose. But I believe that this is a time and this is a moment where we understand that we are taking our purpose seriously. We're taking our vision seriously and we're taking it to the next level. This is the time, women, that you are being pushed into the next level, naturally and spiritually. So there is more for you and there is more for your life. So I just wanted to leave you with that and encourage you, do not fight your purpose in this season. Allow it just to come, allow it to come. Stop asking yourself why, telling yourself why you cannot, why you don't have the time, you don't have the time in the day, come on. I live by the scripture that says, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in your weakness. People ask me, how do you do this? How do you do all that? God's grace, like pastor said, when you are graced to do something, you can do it effortlessly because you have been a anointed and grace to do it. But other people, you say, my God, you aging, what's going on? Because they are doing something that they have not been graced to do. Understand this, whatever, if you are a mom, a new mom, understand this, you are graced to steward your children. You are graced to raise them because God gave you those children. You do not have to be over. I don't know why I'm going here. It's for somebody. You don't have to be overwhelmed with parenting as a new mother because God will give you the grace to balance. That's what we need to see vision and purpose fulfilled. It's balance. Know when to put your phone on do not disturb. Know when to say, no, I cannot go out tonight. Know when it's self-care time. It's me time. Getting my hair done, getting my nails done. I'm not talking to anybody on the phone. I'm riding in the passenger seat. Whatever it may be that you need to get yourself together, do that in this time because you want to see your vision birthed out. You want to see your purpose birthed out. Glory to God. So I just wanted to encourage you to understand God has graced you just like he graced Hannah, even though she waited, she saw prophecy fulfilled and she birthed a prophet, uh, a prophet to the nations into the world. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> wow. Woman of God, you were so on point. So much confirmation. Um, both of you all, the word tonight was so rich. Everything that you've shared. Ladies, have you all been blessed on tonight? Like everything that has been shared has been a confirmation. It has been a push. It has been encouragement, empowerment to help push us to where we need to be in God. And so I thank you. I receive every word that you said. I receive every word that you said as well, Pastor Siobhan, everything that you both ministered on tonight. We do not take it lightly, but we say thank you. Thank you for yielding to the call of God on tonight to say yes to even come in this virtual space to give us what we needed. I appreciate the both of you. And um, Prophetess uh, Ashley Street, I want to say um, some of the things that stuck out to me um, as you were ministering, um, as you were teaching on tonight, is the fact that our purpose has a name. Our, we have to name our purpose, right? And basically what that is, is even as you said, we've got to know we're coming into a season where we've got to know what our purpose is. We're going to be clear in what our purpose is. And God is going to begin to reveal that to us, you know, what specifically our purpose is. And then also one of the things you said was not to reject our purpose because of fear, 
And so many times things will be, has been spoken over us and me, even for example, you know, you said that your, your uh, husband told you to look at the TV and said that was you and you embraced it. Well, my husband said that was me. And I said, no, it ain't. <laughs> I said, I'm not doing that. Um, so, I mean, that, that was a blessing to see, you know, if, that you were able to embrace it, you know, now deep down inside, I kind of already knew. But I just, you know, it was out of my comfort zone. And so I want to say that to each and every one of you that are on here tonight, because one of the things that the Lord ministered to me for 2022 is going to be my year of embracement, where the things that the Lord has spoken over my life, and I want to prophesy that to you all as well, the things that has been spoken over your life, you're going to come into a season where you're going to embrace it. Because that's when you see the real manifestation is when you're no longer fighting it, but you embrace what God has said. And so that's where I am right now, just really embracing everything, you know, uh, as it relates to my purpose, my life, everything, embracing what the Lord says, whether I agree with it, whether I'm fearful of it, you know, whatever the case, I'm learning to embrace everything. And God is so strategic because I've been doing these women women's conferences and one of them was embracing, you know, all that I know who I am, embracing all that God has for me, you know, walking in it with no limits, you know, no boundaries. And I didn't realize that I was being prophetic even for myself, you know, because even as I've said, and some of you may have heard me say this, it's one thing to know because I knew what God had called me to and I knew who I was. Of course, there was a, a stage of discovery, but once I found out, I knew, you know, it was confirmed in my spirit, but I didn't embrace it. And so God had to bring me to a place where I had, where I was embracing, you know, what he had said. That's when we can see the fullness of what God wants to do in our life is when we're, when we move uh, from that stage of fear, you know, and we move to that space where we're actually embracing it and we're trying to work, walk it out wholeheartedly. And then you mentioned the timing of God, you know, in due time, you know, and it just really reminded me of Psalms one, you know, that in your season, your leaf shall not wither, you know, in your season, in due time, and everything you do shall prosper in your season. And so it's important that we become, or we ask God to help us to become like the sons of Issachar, where we can discern the times and the seasons of everything. And as I close, we're about to close. Our time has been well spent. Thank you all so much for joining us tonight. But I wanted to close with this because as I was preparing for this tonight, the Lord wanted me to minister to each and every one of you that this is going to be your year, our year of manifestation manifestation, right? Where we're going to see the promises of God really manifest in our lives, where it will be, and, and he's been speaking to this to me, and, and he's been speaking it to me, but I want you to receive it for yourself, where he will begin to manifest the things in your God, and the things of, of God will begin to manifest in your life, tongue twist, where it will be undeniable that God is with you. It's going to be undeniable where other people will see, you know, and we quote the scripture, God is with me. I will not fail. You know, we're trying to build up our own faith. We're trying to build up our own confidence in that. Right. But God is going to show you 
that he is really with you, where his power in your life is going to be undeniable because you're going to begin to see the manifested promises of God begin to manifest in your life. I want you all to type this in the comment section. My next chapter is called Proven. As I was preparing for tonight, this is what the Lord wanted me to release. Now, listen, my next chapter is called Proven, where he's going to demonstrate. He's going to show you. He's going to manifest, right, where you'll be able to document what God is doing in your life, what he's done, right, where he's going to prove himself to you because of evidence. You'll begin to see the evidence because you'll begin to see the manifestation of God in your life. All that you prayed for, all that you've cried for, all that you've waited on God for, you're going to begin to see that as you're in proper alignment, right? Because we got to do things in alignment. As you're in proper alignment, you will begin to see the manifestation of God in your life. This next chapter of my life, I want you to tweet it. I want you to post it. My next chapter, and we're speaking this prophetically, my next chapter is proven. <laughs> your life will be evidence that God is moving and he's still proving in your life. It will be proven and it will be undeniable that God is with you. Watch, <laughs> watch what I tell you, watch it. I want you to type it in the comment section. I want you to write this down. I want you to tag it. I want you to document it. My next chapter is going to be called Proven. Prove me now herewith. Now we know the scripture <laughs> that I will open up the windows of heaven, but I'm not talking about in that vein, but prove me now herewith that I will manifest every promise spoken in your life. Try me and see <laughs> that I am God. And beside me, there is no other. So that's all I want to leave with you all. <laughs> I hope that you all were blessed on tonight. I hope that you, you feel the push of God, the supernatural push of God from the teaching of these women on tonight, what they share that the Lord put in their spirit to share with us on tonight. I pray that you feel that push so that you can continue to push on through the rest of this year and all the way through 2022 so that you can pursue your purpose. Um, so that is the end of this podcast, season three, episode number four. Thank you so, so much for joining us in the All That I Am podcast. Thank you to our amazing guests. We will be back January, closing out our series entitled Damage Goods. If you have not listened to our series, I want you to tap in now at I Am Viv J and listen to the series Damage Goods. It will be a blessing to your life. Until next time, you cannot and you will not be stopped. You will see the manifested promises of God in your life. This next chapter of your life will be called proven and you will see God to be all that he said that he was in your life. Hallelujah. There is more for you. Now go get it. You've been equipped. You've been taught. You've been pushed. You have no more excuses. Now go get all that God has for you without any limits, without any boundaries. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.